Hello, people of the internet. This is Honor Rockin Tour. I am bringing you your new podcast for this month. And I decided to do a little bit different from the usual question and answer. We are going to actually hear a little bit of Void Mage today, the sequel to Human Familiar. And I will be reading you the prologue. Bannon lay sprawled on his back across the bed, eyes closed, tired and strained. I love my family. I watched him, amused and feeling his same exhaustion after two weeks of visiting his parents' house. Who are you trying to convince? Me. Snorting, I hauled his bag up onto the bed and started unloading it. On top of him. Because I was not doing his laundry. He didn't even flinch, much less budge. So it's going to be like that, hey? I thought after the first trip, that they would have settled down some. Not be as... anxious? Energetic? Crazy? Have I ever mentioned how grateful I am that you summoned me and then refused to let me go? You can stand to mention it more often. I responded, laughing, although I fully understood why. His family could be, well, more than overwhelming. Their intentions were good, but the culture dictated that anyone older than Bannon had some say in how he should live his life. And considering he was one of the youngest in his family, it meant that a lot of people had advice, most of it conflicting, and he ended up being pulled in a dozen different directions at once. Believe it or not, he added, still firmly not moving, being bound to you helps. It used to be worse. I shuddered at the idea of worse. Not that his family wasn't loving, they were. Just smothering. So, so smothering. No wonder you were desperate enough to stow away. You understand now. Raina! Mary called from the other room. I knew that tone. It meant she had work for me to do. She can't possibly have a job lined up for us. We barely got back this morning. Bannon lurched upright enough to grab me, hauling me down on top of him in the dirty clothes, starting a squeal out of my mouth. If we're very still and quiet, maybe she'll think we're sleeping and leave us alone. He stage whispered. Like that would work. I wriggled a little, trying not to plant an elbow anywhere sensitive. Bannon, you know that isn't going to work. If I wish really, really hard and ignore her, I bet it will. Do you listen to the things that come out of your mouth? I asked, exasperated. Not really. No, I have people like you for that. Raina! See? Told you it wouldn't work. I wriggled, squirmed, and managed to get free of him this time. Mostly because he let me go. Of course, he let me go so he didn't have to get up. Because we both knew that if Mary couldn't get me on the first two tries, her third attempt would be through Bannon. She was predictable that way. Sighing, I pushed myself up and out the door, not feeling any motivation to work at all. I wanted nothing more than peace and quiet, but Mary's summons likely meant neither for my immediate future. I stepped into the kitchen, already resigned. Yes? Mary sat at the table, a letter in her hands and a frown deepening her brow. I just received a message from an old colleague. Another shard has popped up north of Haberlin, near the Rainbow River line. I winced. Train lines crisscrossed throughout the inhabited world, but the Rainbow River line saw more traffic than most because of the Rainbow River being a natural tourist attraction. Especially at this time of the year, the river would be in full color and would attract people from around the world. I didn't like it when shards appeared anywhere near large bodies of people. It was a disaster waiting to happen. Jonas says here that someone managed to contain it fairly quickly, but you know how these shards push the boundaries to the breaking point. I think you need to get over there quickly and deal with it before we lose a lot of people. While I didn't dislike using my magic to destroy things, 
shards were not one of my favorite things to tackle. The last time Ben and I did it, we'd been mostly on our own. The only reason we, we managed to destroy it was that the shard hadn't grown to any real size. Even then it had been tough. A barrier is up around it? Does he mention by whom? He doesn't mention that. Jonas is not known for his verbosity. Mary put the letter on the table, clearly worried. Still, what he does say disturbs me. He reports that there's multiple shards all over now, literally in every country, and no one's found any way to combat it. They're just containing it, like they do with Tosalor. Now there was a disturbing thought. Tosalor had started out small as well. If the shards were left alone long enough, they'd take up mountains and valleys, eventually growing past the point of containment. They were like leprosy, slowly spreading and killing everything in its path. I had destroyed the shards as we had heard of them, three in total over the past two years. Waiting for news seemed to be the wrong tactic, because really, could I afford to take my time with these things? Maybe I should be actively hunting them down. They seem to be appearing more frequently if there was now one in every country. Do we know where they all are? Mary shook her head grimly. He didn't give me specific locations aside from this one. Bannon slipped into the kitchen, wrapped me up on a hug, arms around my waist and chin on my shoulder. I smiled as I leaned back into him, just for a moment, because hugs from Bannon are pretty much irresistible. Did you hear? I heard shards and trouble and came running, he said, puff breath puffing against the side of my neck, making my skin shiver. Where's this one? North of Haberlin, along the Rainbow River line, Mary answered. Bannon whistled lowly. Ouch! Not a good location. Not that any location is good for a shard, but this one is definitely worse than the others. I take it we're doing another field trip? Mary creaked up to her feet, coming to put a hand on both of our shoulders. No. No field trip. I've kept you here longer than I needed to, as I love having the two of you in my house. But I don't have anything left to teach right now. I blinked at her, startled. You mean I'm done? There's no grand ceremony here. Mary informed me gently, stroking my hair for a moment, the gesture warm. No fancy pens or the like. We void mages have our own patterns. We keep a record, passed down from one generation to the next. The details we've learned, just in case any of us cannot teach the younglings. You see me write in one of them. So that's what that leather-bound book had been. I'd wondered. Yes, I have. That book is yours now, she informed me. I'll hand it over officially when you are done with the shards, and have found a house for the two of you to move into. That assumed I knew where I wanted to move to. Corcoran did not seem like a good option anymore. I tilted my head so that I could glance toward Bannon, biting the inside of my lip. No, not a good idea in many respects. After visiting Zager, I categorically refused to live anywhere near Bannon's family. I wasn't sure who would snap first, me or him, but either way it wouldn't be pretty. When we figure that out, well, I'll let you know. Thank you, Master. Mary had the gentlest, proudest smile on her face. You're your own woman now, Reyna. A mage in every sense of the word. You choose if you wish to take this job or not. That didn't even take consideration on my part. Master Mary, I absolutely refuse to let Tosalor gain any foothold in this world. Of course we're going. Good thing I sharpened my swords yesterday, Bannon said to no one in particular. We leaving now? I turned in his arms, knowing very well the expression I'd find, one of wolfish anticipation. Catching his chin with my fingers, I wackled his face a little back and forth, teasing him. You got anything better to do? Not a blessed thing. And there you have it. That is the prologue for Void Mage. Uh, I've had many questions about when this is going to be released. 
And the best that I can tell you right now is that we are aiming for before Thanksgiving. That is as much as I can promise at the moment. Uh, we are still at the tail ends of edits. Our, my proofreaders are anxiously awaiting in the wings, trying to get their grubby little paws on it. And as soon as it is ready, I promise I will announce that it is out. For now, this is on our rock and tour, wishing you a very good day wherever you are in the world.